Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on a Monday. KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving uh, weekend and uh, a chance to disconnect a little bit and to be grateful. Uh, amazing. The uh, hashtag give thanks uh, just uh, swept the Twitterverse and the interwebs and the, uh, of course, the invitation extended by President uh, Russell M. Nelson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, really uh, dominated social media uh, for almost an entire week, uh, which was just extraordinary. And that opportunity to just slow down a little bit and to be grateful. Uh, as uh, William George Jordan said back in 1902, that ingratitude is the shortcut to all the other vices. Uh, when we lose that sense of gratitude, uh, we lose so much more. And uh, so important that we maintain that. And it was a, a wonderful invitation and one that uh, will extend uh, in uh, to the holiday season in December and uh, and beyond. And uh, it was fun to, to just see what people were grateful for uh, and just uh, a great opportunity to slow down a little bit and uh, reconnect and uh, refocus just a little bit. Uh, but we're back at it today. And I think one of the things on... Uh, at least on my mind today, is uh, we've got another government shutdown pending. We warned you this was coming uh, when they kicked it down the road to back in September. We knew they were going to postpone passing a budget uh, by doing this wonderful thing called a continuing resolution, or CR, uh, which is the way that Congress continues to spend at the same rate it is spending with no changes or adjustments. Uh, it just basically puts spending on autopilot and continues whether there's any money there or not, uh, it's an amazing thing. No business, no individual, no family, no community that I know of can say, you know, we can't decide on what our budget is, so we're just going to do a continuing resolution here at the Matheson household today. We're going to keep spending even though we don't have any money. We're just going to keep spending at the current rate because we can, because we're Congress. Uh, nowhere in the world is that possible. And we predicted it then, and it's where we are now, that uh, they they kicked the can past the election. So both sides were happy with that. Both the Democrats and the Republicans were all too happy uh, to say, yep, we'll just push that down the road a little bit. Not a problem. Uh, now we're going to deal with it in a lame duck session. And we still have no budget. We still uh, have uh, just another continuing resolution. And guess what? That's likely what we're going to get between now and the 11th of December when the money officially runs out, the spending uh, power runs out until they pass another continuing resolution. And uh, they'll probably kick it into, oh, I don't know, January 25th, maybe get past the inauguration. 
Uh, that's my guess. We'll probably be there. Maybe even maybe they'll even go February or March, uh, but they will kick it down the road again. And I'm telling you, this is one of the great problems uh, and one of the biggest threats to our freedoms is our national debt, and it continues to spiral. Uh, meanwhile, we don't we aren't any closer uh, to getting groups together to deal with uh, funding amidst the pandemic and getting relief to especially entrepreneurs and small business owners, the real backbone of the country. Uh, and it's just not happening. And so we'll continue to monitor and watch that as we go through the week. Uh, I'm just going to tell you, be prepared for a series of fake fights between the Democrats and the Republicans. Uh, they will call each other names. They will say they don't care about people. Uh, there will be all of the usual rhetoric and fundraising emails will be hitting your mailbox. Uh, it is Cyber Monday, and I'm sure that something that hit your box today was political, asking for a donation. Uh, so that uh, they can make sure that the republic is safe uh, and uh, just uh, avoid that. that. That spending, I think, you can save for something else. And uh, so we're going to see that continue to play out. We'll continue to monitor it here on Inside Sources and KSL News Radio as uh, we get hopefully to a conclusion there before the 11th uh, and move things along. Uh, but it's really indicative of how broken uh, Washington is at the moment. Uh, and how the, in particular, the United States Senate is no longer the world's great uh, deliberative body that it once was. Uh, it's really just a platform and a stage uh, for a lot of politicians to uh, raise money, uh, to stay in power, and uh, to keep the status quo going, which is, again, what a continuing resolution does. Uh, so we'll watch that. We'll monitor that as we go through. We'll call it out for what it is. And uh, my hope is that somebody... We'll get together. I know there's a few bipartisan groups that are at least uh, thinking about thinking about it, which is an improvement uh, from where we have been. And uh, but we just have to do better and we have to expect more out of those that we send to our nation's capital. And as we talked earlier in the program, if you missed it, we had Mayor Jenny Wilson uh, joining us. Uh, Salt Lake County was one of uh, only 47 counties uh, out of some 3000 across the country that maintained a AAA bond rating. Uh, and in the midst of a pandemic, that's uh, that's impressive. And I love the fact that Mayor Wilson gave didn't just take the credit. Uh, she also gave credit uh, to her predecessors. Uh, she said this is a decade in the making. Hard decisions, good strategy, good planning. And then, of course, her team currently making the right moves in the midst of the pandemic to keep everything rolling. And again, this does matter as we look at the big projects that have to be done uh, and to be able to do that with a AAA bond rating makes a world of difference. So very uh, appreciative of her leadership there. Well, we've been uh, looking at uh, words for the year, and uh, there's a few of those words of the year that I think uh, we can't mention on radio because we're family friendly. Uh, a lot of people are struggling with what is the right word to come up with uh, for 2020. Uh, those who do the word thing, Dictionary.com and uh, Merriam-Webster, uh, they they went for the very easy choice that pandemic uh, was, of course, the word of the year in 2020. I think there's a host of other words they could have chosen uh, there to be sure. Uh, uh, Kellyanne, our producer, uh, suggested a garbage fire or dumpster fire. I think we'll include that as a hyphenated word and uh, eligible. Uh, pandemic, of course, uh, is the word. Uh, I think another word that uh, was vastly overused in 2020 was unprecedented. I uh, don't know if there was any word used more in these 
unprecedented times. <laughs> so that has to be in the running. Uh, you also, of course, had words like Zoom and Teams and uh, Skype that uh, suddenly vaulted to the top of a lot of search uh, requests for folks as they're trying to work from home and make all of that happen. And uh, we're getting a few of you uh, chiming in in terms of uh, what the word of the year really should be. And, of course, you can do that on the uh, text line, Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. Uh, and a couple of those, uh, we did have a few folks say uh, Zoom <laughs> uh, as uh, one of those words that uh, became dominant during the course of the year. Uh, divisive, uh, one of our texters said, is the the word of the year. And uh, But this one, I actually, there's two actually I love in, in terms of our uh, texters coming in. Uh, one is two words, but because of the nature of these two words, I'm going to make them a single word. And it is healthcare hero. Uh, love that. I appreciate our texter on that. Uh, yes, our healthcare workers are heroes. And I think you can, uh, it's sort of like being a mom. You can make anything into a verb. Uh, with a health, with our healthcare heroes, that is a single word. Uh, we can do that this year. Uh, one of our other texters uh, chimed in with gratitude. Uh, we've been talking about that, uh, and it is one that I think many people uh, probably would not have predicted that uh, in July or even August or September, uh, that gratitude would become such an important part of our conversations here in 2020. Uh, to me, there's a uh, there's uh, two words that I think, uh, to me, really sum up uh, what I have seen over the course of 2020. Yes, pandemic for sure, dumpster fires, unprecedented Zoom meetings, all of those things uh, are there. But the thing that has been most astounding to me uh, is is the word resilient. Uh, I, am, I never cease to be amazed at the resilience of people. Human beings are just resilient. And whether it's a little toddler that keeps getting up and keeps getting up, uh, whether it's an athlete that keeps coming back uh, in the face of overwhelming obstacles, whether it's a neighborhood or a community after a fire uh, or some natural disaster, uh, resilience, I think, is the word uh, of the year because it is about people. And it's because of that word, resilient, and the resilience demonstrated by so many people uh, that I have another word for 2020 and hopefully into 2021. And that word is hope. And you're part of the reason we have it. Thanks for listening. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. As always, as you go out into the world today, do another couple of words. See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.